death, the destroyer of worlds. We all go a little mad sometimes. The Antichrist. You got me in a vendetta kind of mood. I think Bigfoot is blurry. That's the problem. It's not the photographer's fault. Bigfoot is blurry. And that's extra scary to me. Because there's a large, out-of-focus monster roaming the countryside. Welcome back to the Nightshade's Echo. This is Ryan, and this is... Susan. And this is the podcast that's loosely based on witches humping brooms high as shit. This week, we're going to talk about the Mandela Effect. I think everybody likes that one, uh, and it's something that I really enjoy uh, talking about and reminiscing on on certain things that we miss out in our lives that apparently never existed at all. So I would like to share a story that happened back in, I believe it was either December or January. We first moved into this apartment uh, and I think I might have had a time slip. So this happened, man. It was probably 1 or 2 o'clock in the morning. I was on my phone playing on it. And how our bed is, the foot of the bed is parallel with the door of the room. So I can see down the hall. Or, well, I can see across the hall to my daughter's bedroom. And then, like, you take a right turn, it's down the hall. And we're at the end of the hall. So I saw this glowing light over my phone, right? I'm looking up. I'm like, oh, what the hell is that? You know, maybe it's my computer or something. And so... Um, I get up and I kind of go down the hall. It's not a long hall. You could probably run down it in about two seconds. So I go down the hall. I look around. There's nothing in there, you know, and uh, I go take a piss. And when I get back to the bed, I look on my phone and it had been 45 minutes. So from the time that I got up, looked down the hall, went, took a bathroom break and went back to the bed. It had been 45 minutes. I had 45 minutes missing. What's crazy is that I remember you telling me, you like woke me up and said, hey, I'm getting up to go look at something. And I'm like, okay, I'm not even awake, but all right. And then the next thing I know, you come into bed and you're like, it's been 45 minutes. And I'm like, okay, I don't understand what's going on. Um, And then the next day, you talked about it briefly. And then we forgot about it up until like, I don't know, a couple days ago when you were thinking about it. It was like 2.30 in the morning, 2.35, I got up and looked. I came back to bed, I looked at my phone, it was like 3, 3.10, 3.05. I'm like, what the hell? This literally should have only taken me about two minutes. Maybe not even that, Not really. even two minutes, yeah. Especially considering you, like, rolled down that hallway yesterday <laughs> um, in, like, a matter of a second, so, yeah. We were cleaning our daughter's bedroom, and I found her scooter, and so I got on the scooter and I took off down the hall several times and eventually I wiped out onto the floor and we have very hard concrete floors. Yeah. Concrete tile floors. <laughs> it's not even really tile. It's just like painted concrete almost. And it didn't feel very well. No, no, it didn't. I just laughed. I laid in the floor for about three minutes. Yeah. I can't do that very much anymore. I'm getting old. Old. You're an old man. I am an old man. Well, it seems we have breaking news from The Guardian. The Guardian reports that a man who went shopping for groceries returned to his car to find 15,000 bees in it. The man spent just a few minutes in the store, got his groceries, put them in his car, and started to drive away 
before he realized the buzzing sounds. He called 911 and an off-duty firefighter, who just so happened to be a beekeeper, removed the horde of bees. <laughs> Nobody was injured, though. We do have audio from the scene. What, what is that? What is that? What is it? Oh, no, not the bees! Not the bees! Ah! I love my eyes! My eyes! Ah! So what's funny about this, I have no idea how he didn't notice 15,000 bees in his car, even though he put the groceries in his car and then started the driveway. Well, I'm just curious about the fact that um, bees... A one bee is loud enough to get my damn attention. Um, 15,000 bees is like a whole hell no for me. I don't like anything that buzzes. So <laughs> My parents had a situation uh, just a couple of years ago, maybe three or four years ago, where we were outside, you know, and just messing in the yard. We came back inside and we heard a buzzing noise. We were like, what the hell is that? We got us out in the front yard's uh, fence. It's completely covered in bees. And it's like six to seven inches thick of bees. They were sandwiched between this fence, and it literally happened within a minute or two of us going inside and them landing there. So we had to call the uh, conservation department, and they had a guy come out there and remove them. Well, by the time he got there, they had already moved. He told us that apparently if farmers and whatnot will stir up these bees in these fields, and they will, the queen bee will land somewhere, and the entire horde will go with them, and it's like 20,000, 30,000 bees. So I assume that's what happened in this guy's car. But him putting the groceries in there and him driving away and just then discovering that the bees were in there, Makes no sense to me. He must have been on his phone, on his headphones or something, not paying attention to not hear 30,000 bees. It was loud. You could hear it inside the house. It was extremely loud. Oh, yeah. And like like I said, one bee would catch my attention. Um, 15,000. Like I said, that's a hell no for me. I don't understand it. We have another story here. According to the popular mechanics, scientists believe that the future human evolution could mean venom glands for humans. The scientist at Okinawa Institute of Science and Technology Graduate University, that's a long-ass name, and the Australian National University say the salivary glands could evolve to produce venom just like a snake. And apparently there's two mammals that already have venom glands, shrews, and something called a solenodon. It looks like a little mouse with a long-ass fucked-up nose like a <laughs> possum. It's really weird. We have audio of what the scientists think that the humans might sound like with salivary glands that are turned into venom. Snake. I'm a snake. I'm a snake. I'm a snake. I'm a slithery little snake and snake. I'm so slithery and sneaky because I'm a snake. So what do you think about humans having snake venom glands? That's also a big-ass note for me. Um, I don't like snakes. I don't like shit that buzzes. I don't like shit that um, hisses. I don't like shit that slithers on the ground. But does that mean that we're going to have fangs eventually? Will our canine teeth turn into fangs? I mean, how else would we have venom? Are we just going to spit like those spitting lizards, you know? I don't like the sound of either of those, so... (laughs) And then, like, get, like, a a rabbit. You don't even have to use a gun anymore. You just go on somebody. (laughs) Um, I'm thinking about um, the the Japanese wrestlers who like to spit the the green mist. Yeah, uh, uh, the great Muda and Tajiri... And all those guys. It's a Japanese tradition, if you didn't know. It kind of started with the Great Muda and the Great Kabuki. That back in the 70s and 80s, they would spit this green mist during the match. And they would have like a little, you know, like a food color capsule in their mouth. Mixed with either vodka or, uh, or you know, some type of juice. And a lot of times they'd hold it in a, in a condom and put it in their mouth and hold it during the match. That sounds fucking disgusting. So that you would never see them slip this in their mouth. And then they would bust it, you know, and spit it. And it would make this cool mist. And apparently there was different colors. Green would make you kind of like... It would blind you, 
And then there was one that would make you sick, one would make you sleep, one would make you pass out, one would make you paralyzed. Purple, go to sleep. Yellow, I think, was being paralyzed. It was really weird. But it was one of my favorite things about Japanese wrestling, just because of the theatrics with it. And then, you know, to wake the guy up, you'd have to slap him on the back, because that's how you wake people up. You know, slap you really hard. A 50-year-old Croatian man named Budimir Buda Sobat. I probably didn't say that I love that, that right. name. It's Budimir, Bo- <laughs> Budimir Buda Sobat. Yes. Um, and he has broken the Guinness World Record for the longest breath held underwater. Now, the new record is a crazy 24 minutes and 33 seconds long. Um, and he actually spent a, a few minutes hyperventilating before floating on his stomach in a swimming pool. Um, he actually looked dead. And after 24 minutes, he probably was, because I'm pretty sure after 10 minutes, it's brain death. Um, with just a couple of minutes, the human brain can begin to break down. No word on whether or not Budimir has suffered any brain damage since the record was broke, but that's such a long time that if there wasn't any type of brain damage, I would be very, very surprised. So I watched the video of it, and this guy literally went <laughs> and hyperventilated for like two or three minutes, like did that constantly, and apparently that raises your oxygen level of your blood and makes you able to hold your breath longer. I actually did not know that. Yeah, so that's where, like, David Blaine and all those guys would do this so that they hold their breath for... I know, oh, they, really? It's you know, all those magic tricks. All the magic, and it's, it's actually just science. You know, science. Mixed with magic. It's sparkle, sparkle. <laughs> but, uh, so, yeah, this guy, he basically hyperventilated, and then he was, like, on the edge of, like, a pool and just kind of, like, slipped and, like, was floating, like, slipped back into the water and was just floating on his stomach face down in the water, and they had the judges beside him, you know, keep a time and whatnot. We do have audio for that as well. The next story comes from the land of my forefathers. The Daily Record reports that on March 17th, a live webcam stream of Loch Ness showed a large dark spot emerging from the water. The spot was rather close to the shore, and the unknown spot moved like a wave. It surfaced for a few seconds and then went back to where it came from. The video is inconclusive, however, it is intriguing, and I will post a link to that video. So what do you think about a Loch Ness spotting? Um, I absolutely believe the Loch Ness is a real thing. And I think we've actually talked before about whether or not it was um, a dinosaur. I think that's totally plausible. I think it's a time slip. Sorry, I didn't mean to be so loud. I think it's a time slip, though. Um, apparently, Loch Ness is set on a bunch of quartz. Like, the entire Loch Ness is a gigantic quartz, like, field. Hmm. Well, and apparently, quartz and time travel and time slips happen Well, yeah, quartz, and that's because quartz is an amplifier. So, that's why you have MIM watches and stuff like that. So, quartz will actually help enhance other things around it. So, if you, like... If it's in your watch, it's actually helping you keep the time um, in your watch. It makes it move around. Um, they use it a lot. So if you think about time slips or anything like that or projections of anything, yeah, that wouldn't surprise me. I actually did not know that at all. Uh, now we have another story too. It's our snake story. And it's on the outskirts of the Eskander Pateri in Malaysia. A 10-foot snake came out of the toilet and bit a man on his ass. <laughs> now, apparently, he had gotten up to, to use the restroom and didn't realize the python, 
you guys, a python uh, was taking residents up in the toilet. Um, the fire brigade was called in a special snake catching pole and was used to retrieve the snake and was caught by Chief Kayari Zanadun. And I don't think I said that right either. Um, we have no word on the man's condition, if he's okay, if he's not okay, but... Um, but he got bit on the ass by he got bit on the ass. <laughs> you know, when he talked, there's so many people I know that will actually check the damn toilet. I think me, um, my sister's actually one of those. Um, and if you've ever lived like in a trailer, like I did growing up, I lived near a field and we actually had snakes all the time. So we actually would have to check the toilets to make sure there were no snakes. Um, or like lizards. We've had lizards in the toilet before. I've I've always had the re- an irrational fear about that. Like I always check the toilet. Like if the toilet's like running or whatever, I'll be like, oh shit! You know, especially if I'm sitting on it, I'm like, oh my god! Oh is this no, a snake there's coming a fucking the snake pipes? just coming to get your. Ass. It's gonna bite me in the asshole. Like <laughs> as I'm shitting. Um, I'll tell you. But then again, you know, in the story, I said it bit him on the ass. I am, I just assume that it really didn't say where it bit him at, so it could have bit him in the fucking dick. Well, I fucking hope, pissing. I hope not, like... But I assume since he didn't see it, he would be sitting down. Probably sitting down, I mean... How big I, is this toilet if it's a 10-foot python in his toilet? It had to have been, like, a very tight... Massive. It, well, I was thinking, no, that the snake had to have been, like, oh, yeah, they tied can, in they can there. themselves in. But, yeah, they can, like, really stretch themselves, um, like, because you think about mice and stuff, they'll eat rabbits and other small game... Um, and like, it'll take them a little bit more, it'll take them longer di- to digest, let's just say like a rabbit, than it would, um, a mouse, like a mouse usually what, like two to three days. If it's like a bigger game, it takes a lot longer. I think even some of them, it's, it's like a month. You feed them like once a month. Well, yeah, if you feed them something big enough, but maybe like the snake somehow got in like their sewer system or whatever and just crawled around until it found an opening and it found an opening in this guy's fucking toilet. Um, but I'm thinking about the snakes being in places where they don't need to be. Um, my friend lives out in the country out on a farm and she told me once that she was, um, drying laundry and she found a fucking snake in her heating vent. Hmm. And like, they like to get in through there cause it's warm. And that I, I've never been so freaked out about something. I never want to buy a washer and dryer. I used to do heating and air, and that was one of my biggest fears was going up underneath the houses because we had to do duct work. So you're literally under these crawl spaces that a lot of times you're on your stomach on the dirt, and you can't move. You can't move up, and you can't move back. So you're just one way in these houses, and, like, the top of the house or, you know, the bottom of the house is actually on your back and literally within, like, an inch or two. So you're swimming in there like a snake, and, you know, what if you come face-to-face? I know... The guy that I worked for, Scott, he uh, he actually had a couple stories of where he just smacked the snake because it was in his way. He smacked it in the head and moved. Oh no, that's that's psychotic. I mean, right I there. personally had to chase a possum out from underneath of a trailer. They sent me in there because I was the only one that could fit, and I'm not a small person. Okay. I don't like I don't like looking at pictures of snakes. He really doesn't. So I'm really surprised you did the sneaky snake. I'm a snake. Um, yeah, I'm a considering like snake. I can't even send you. Even funny pictures of snakes with hats on them. And you're like, ooh, no thank you. And our daughter loves snakes. <laughs> our daughter loves snakes. In fact, I, um, I'm i going to try to find the audio real quick because I didn't even think about it. Uh, but when she was like, I want to say like four, 
um, she was at her dad's house and her aunt was just talking to her and she asked if she likes snakes and just the cutest thing. She goes, uh, my daughter asked, do you like snakes? And then her aunt said, no. <laughs> and she said, well, I, well, like I do. <laughs> <laughs> it was the, it's probably one of the, one of the oldest videos I have of her. All right. Here's the audio. <laughs> and she was like, what, probably like three and a half, four years old there. Oh, she may not even have been four, but she has loved snakes her entire life. I mean, like if we went to a zoo or anything having to do with nature and there were snakes there, she, I mean, she literally asked mommy, I want to go see the snakes. It's cute. And I'm like, no, no, it's not cute. <laughs> like a snake. I don't give a fuck about no damn snake. Yeah. I don't like snakes either. Stick around and we'll be right back with our main topic tonight. The Mandela effect. And we're back. Uh, we were just, me and uh, Susan were just talking about, uh, I always, I have these printouts of a show outline, you know, little notes and whatnot on paper. And I always shuffle them because of like Alex Jones, if you ever watch his uh, broadcast, he's always like, like that with the microphone with these fucking papers. <laughs> I love Alex. What do you mean the COVID IV IDs and the, the black military helicopters? So anyways, uh, Mandela Effect. What do you know about the Mandela Effect, Susan? Well, actually, I don't know as much as I probably should, considering how much we have experienced as far as, like, anomalies and whatnot. But to my knowledge, the Mandela Effect is when you think you've experienced something when in reality you didn't. So my question is, if we didn't experience that, and there's a lot of us out there, you know, is it? Are we telling ourselves that that's what happened? And then eventually it's like we're brainwashing ourselves. Well, like I have an answer people? for that. Well, answer it because I'm curious. We died in 2012. Okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> my nonchalantness for all my friends so, out so there. So the Mandela effect, of course, is false memories and it could be based on group suggestion. Oh, I remember that. Oh, so do I. You know what? I want to start thinking about it. I probably do remember that. Well, and that's kind of why I said that. I, I did not know that was on your notes. Um, <laughs> but I, you know, that is something I think about is, you know, did someone tell us once? Well, that's not, you know, I remember being spelled like this. And then, then we all said, well, yeah, that's how I remember it. And then everyone started thinking that that's how it was. So I think everybody remembers the 2012, December 21st incident. Where it was like the end of the world and the Mayan calendar ended and we're all going to die. Well, some people think we actually fucking did die on December 21st at 11-11, of course, because that's that one, you know, synchronicity type uh, time period. You always look at your phone and be like 11-11. I know Jessica, our friend Jessica, she was big into 11-11. Like, I remember her, like, every day be like, yeah, it's 11-11. Like, oh, shit, I look at my phone and it is too. They apparently we died and we switched to, to an alternate reality. I remember being at Scott's house, painting his house inside. And um, I was looking at my phone at you know on, on December twenty first, and I was I was marking it. I think at the time it was supposed to be like six o'clock or something like that, six twenty five. So I played a song exactly when that happened, and it was "Moving On" by Norris Barkley. I'm moving on <laughs> because I thought it would be funny if something actually happened, 
And uh, that was the song that was playing. And then apparently when I was looking into this, the Mandela effect really started picking up around 2009 and 2012 when the incidences kind of started happening and people remembering, which is weird because it lines up with CERN. CERN is a like particle scientist thing over, I think in Scandinavia, uh, but they have the Large Hydron Collider, and that incident happened in 2009 and 2012. Well, I don't know what the hell that is, so do you know any more about that? Apparently, it disrupts subatomic particles, creating a rift in the space-time continuum. And oh, that sounds real fucking science babe. Yeah, and when they did this, they found the Higgs boson particle. It's called the, the God particle, and Stephen Hawking said that if we found that, it would destroy the world. Uh, and universe, and it would make it go into a catastrophic vacuum decay. It would, turn, it would tear our reality apart. I was actually very speechless. You looked at me just now, and I, like, made a little noise. <laughs> All right. Yeah, and so CERN has also, which is really weird, they have a lot of satanic-type shit that happens on the inside. There's been, like, sacrifices and whatnot that's been videotaped, and you could probably find it on YouTube. Uh, they have a two-meter-tall statue of the God of Destruction, Shiva, oh, and their okay. logo actually looks like 666, and it's like sixes, and they're turned, almost looks like a, a swastika, in a way. I, I've never heard of this, so I'm actually going like, to have to It looks like three triangles, but you look at it, and it's actually sixes, Yeah, and they almost kind of look like, mm-hmm. like a swastika. I, legit, I honestly, ha- look, I have goosebumps on my skin right now, because I didn't know the story beforehand, mm-hmm. and like, look. Mm-hmm. So what if we actually did switch realities or we jumped realities and this is all just a simulation that they put us in? We're all dead, but they have us hooked up to a simulation, kind of like the Matrix. Almost, almost as if, like, you know, when you think about the ghost who um, can't move on because they don't know they're dead, is that us? Yeah, are we ghosts and this is just the reality and the ghosts that we actually see are from another reality? Mm-hmm. Or people that's still alive in another dimension? I am curious. Are we I mean, I feel like, I don't think we're dead. Because I feel like if we were dead, I feel like, I think eventually we would figure it out. Because like, like ghosts, if we were ghosts and we were all ghosts, wouldn't we do some weird ghostly shit like walking through walls or like. But you don't know where those walls are at in the other dimension. What? Yeah, that's like when we see ghosts, sometimes they'll walk through walls. Because in their dimension, in their time period, there was no wall there. Okay. And there's also reports of ghost aging what? Yeah. Some people will see ghosts when they're younger and they look a certain way. And then when they're older, they'll see these ghosts have changed. I have not there's heard a story. of that. <laughs> yeah. There's a story of apparently this old lady um, in a rocking chair. She saw two boys in her living room were ghosts, you know. But at the same time, these guys were investing in a house and saw a woman in a rocking chair that was a ghost. So they saw each other? They saw each other. It's a story. I don't know if it's an actual account or whatever. Well, that would be interesting. I mean, that's kind of interesting. So like, each each one thought they were seeing a ghost, but in each one they were actually still alive in their own reality. Could could parallel um, universes actually like exist coexist together on top of each other? Well, we know that there's probably paranormal. There's other dimensions. I mean, there's well, we like- know we have talked. Okay, listen. Now we. I mean, if you guys are not aware, it's like we're an onion. You know, you think you think about yeah, we yeah we got layers because we're Shrek. <laughs> Shrek is love. Shrek is life. I, I just mean it as as like you know we've got the ozone layer and stuff like that. That's a layer. You know, that's above us. There's more. It's like we're stacked on top of each other. I I mean I've heard this theory quite often about how um, our universes are. It's thin. Um, you've heard about the veil and stuff. I wonder if that's just considered another stack of like a parallel universe. 
but that one just houses um, other things like ghosts and other type of um, energy that doesn't exist on our plane any longer. And um, so in a way, you guys probably have realized that there's other dimensions, but maybe not to the scale of like what we're referring to. Um, And if you do believe in the other dimensions, totally comment and let us know. Let us know at uh, nightshadeechoes at gmail.com. That or on Facebook or any of the platforms that actually let you comment back on things. Because um, I think it's an interesting concept to think about the other dimensions. Um, You know, when people say they have, when they had a close encounter with death or like they actually flatlined and then they say they went somewhere and they actually remember things that are happening. Like, you know, we've had the discussion, like maybe they just went to another, you know, dimension. And what's funny you mentioned that is that one of the prerequisite of having a Mandela effect is that you've had a near death experience. A lot of people have had near death experiences, you know, experienced the Mandela effect. And that would be me and you. What did I almost die from? Bleeding out. Oh, that's true, but I feel like I experienced that when I was younger, so... Me, I, I had know. a car wreck. I, I I was going to work at Walgreens, and I was on a really busy road, and a big old pickup truck hit me, sidelined me. I went through a green light, and they hit me. They passed a red light, basically. Hit me from the outside of the right-hand lane all the way to the other side of the road into the ditch. And during that time period, it would have been extremely busy, that road. And I just so happened there was nobody on that other side coming. And there had been multiple, multiple people killed there over the years. I know of several people who have died there at that exact same spot. You know, I was just thinking about, um, you were talking about timeline-wise for, like, when things started um, getting hinky with, you know, the people saying that they remember things. Um, I did have a really bad wreck with my first husband when I was in high school um, where they hit me directly on my side and my airbags did not deploy. I do know that I hit my head. Um, I like I pretty well remember the entire event, but I remember. I wonder if I had a concussion. You know, I don't remember necessarily blacking out, but I don't know yeah, I if. You know, I'm curious if maybe that was it because it was a, it was actually a pretty bad wreck. We did uh, total out the car and stuff, but I would have only been like 15, 16, maybe maybe I don't. Mine think happened. I, was I think in two thousand and thirteen. Um, I would have been like, I don't know, like 22, something like that. Yeah, this would have been um, with the first ice storm, so 2009, so, or 2008, 2009. So mine, the girl hit me on that side, and my window was down. It knocked my rear, my passenger side window through the window behind me without hitting me. And then um, I remember, like, it's slowing, everything slowed down. And I was like, oh, shit, I'm going to hit them because they pulled out in front of me. And then, like, Sonic has a certain type of ice, this crunchy ice, and that's what it looked like because there was lash everywhere. And when it stopped, I was in the ditch, and I got out, and I, I took up running up that little ditch. I'm like, what the fuck? You know, I was pissed off, and the guy's like, you probably need to sit down. I think you're hurt. I got gl- blood all over my arm and my glass, you know? And so, I, you know, like the week later, uh, I was still in bed because I had a severe lower back strain, which still affects me like 12 years later. Yeah. You know, or however long, you know, 10 years later. Uh, and at the time, I was so adrenaline pumped up that I took off running at the, at the car, I would have been pissed too. I would have. I would have beat that ass. Yeah, apparently, the, apparently the girl handed the police officer a McDonald's receipt uh, instead of her driver's license. Well, maybe she was hurt from hitting you. She should have been. She was a dumbass. Ran a red light. Oh, that's not nice. <laughs> I'm not nice. So let's Goodness. get into actual Mandela effects that probably 
Some of you might have heard of these, and some of you might remember these false memories. So the first one that's that it's named after is Nelson Mandela. Uh, apparently, people remember him dying in prison in the 1980s. However, he actually died in 2013. That's a big one. That's why it's named the Mandela Effect. Well, and I wonder if, you know, there was just like a rumor a long time ago. You know, like plain telephone. No, people remember seeing his funeral like on TV and like it was well, a Well, I wasn't alive during that time, so I wouldn't be able to <clears throat> confirm or deny that. And the next one we have is J.C. Penney being spelled P-E-N-N-E-Y instead of like a penny. I don't remember ever them having an E before the Y in J.C. Penney, but apparently they do and they always have. Because I thought maybe it was like you we could get things spelling, for a penny. Maybe we were just um, spelling it wrong this entire time. I mean, that does happen. Uh, the next one is Jif Peanut Butter being remembered as Jiffy. I remember Jiffy Peanut Butter and it came in a glass jar and it was like the slogan was, Moms Recommend Jiffy. Or whatever on the commercial, like, you know, early 90s or whatever. I think we talked about that the other night. Um, I don't know if that's the slogan for Jif. It was but, at the time. Something about moms recommend. Well, what, what I'm saying, though, is that um, I'm just curious. You know, I haven't looked that deep into it. But I, I know that Jif is the red, green, I want to say it's purple uh, label. And, and I, I wonder if people just, instead of calling it Jif, they just said Jiffy. You know what I mean? Like, almost as, like, a nickname. So, I don't I don't know. Um, I don't remember Jiffy. I remember Skippy, peanut butter, which we still have. And so, the next one is Looney Tunes being remembered as spelled T-O-O-N-S, when actually it's T-U-N-E-S, like music, tunes, instead of tunes, like cartoon, which really doesn't make any sense. I remember being T-O-O-N-S. It's a cartoon. I, I was going to say, I remember it being tunes, but I wonder if it's, I think Angie had an old t-shirt when we were kids. So that would have been like early or mid 90s. And I'm pretty sure it said T-U-N-E-S because um, they always played that music in it and stuff. Well, that's so, what the real name is, is the T-U-N-E-S. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, I feel like her old, old, old shirt. I bet I have a picture of it somewhere of where she's wearing because she used to wear it all the time. That was like her thing. But I feel like it said T-U-N-E-S on it. But I feel like as remembering, I feel like I always remembered it as T-O-O-N-S. Mm. So I'm not sure. The next one is one of big controversy, and this is one of the biggest ones. Oh, biggest. Barrington Bears being remembered spelled B-E-R-E-N-S-T-E-I-N instead of A-I-N. Absolutely remember E-I-N. And I have a story that goes why I remember it being E-I-N. It's because I remembered the, how to spell Frankenstein because the last name Stein is the same way as Barrington Bears, and I had the Barrington Bears book. So I remember it being E-I-N because that's how I remembered how to spell Frankenstein. And Frankenstein isn't spelled with A-I-N. It ain't Frankenstein. And what's funny is that the creator's son was on a Reddit. It was like, no, it's never been A-I-N. It's always been, or it, it's never been E-I-N. It's A-I-N because that's their last name. Mm-hmm. So... Well, I find that interesting because I swear, I mean, I I wish I still had my books from this kid because that was my favorite book series. I read every single book, and when then I guess when Lily was like four, she was watching Berenstain Bears. Mm-hmm. I saw it, and I was like, "That is not right. <laughs> is that is not how it's spelled?" So I do understand why everyone yeah. argues about that one specifically because. Us as, like, uh, 90s kids and whatnot, like, we grew up on the Berenstain Bear books and the TV show. 
Um, and I really do remember it being spelled E-I-N. Apparently there was a guy who had either a VHS tape or a cassette tape that had the E-I-N on it, but I don't know if it was photoshopped or not. It could be fake. You never know. It's the internet. The next one's Curious George has never had a tail. He has never had a tail. I think I was just arguing with this with you, like, right before we started, and we like Curious George, and I swear he had a tail. Like, I had to really think about it. Now now you're making me second-guess myself. The next one, Sex in the City is being remembered as Sex in the City, but it's Sex and the City instead of in. Mm. I never watched it. I didn't care about it, so I don't know. You know, I actually, I didn't really watch it because I'm not really sure either. Nothing is coming to mind. I had to think about it just now, which one it was. Febreze, being called Febreze with two E's, like an actual breeze, but it's not. It's Febreze with one E. I don't like the way it's spelled. Febreze. Either way, I don't like how it's spelled, period. How about Oscar Mayer, but it's uh, spelled with an A instead of an E. Do you remember the hot dog truck? Yeah, because I wanted to go see it twice, and I missed it twice. They didn't oh, really? They came, to our ha- they came to our school in like... Um, this was like just a couple, maybe two or three years ago. Oh, really? Um, well, as kids growing up in elementary school, they, I guess we had a contest, you know, singing the Oscar Mayer song, the theme song, and I'm pretty sure we had to spell out the whole name. Babylon, has a first name, it's A-O-S-K, I don't have a K and it has a C, I fucked that up. Anyways. Yeah. So. I'm reading it, I didn't spell it right. I don't remember there being an A in Mayer, I thought it was M-E-Y-E-R, like, we had to literally sing it. The next one, Susan was arguing with me, but the Skechers shoe brand does not have a T in it. Why would it be fucking called Skechers if it's not spelt the way you sketch something? Because I remember the old commercials being, like, hand-drawn and shit. They were sketched. They're Skechers. Not not Skechers. I think you're incorrect. And for anyone who's watching this, if you guys remember something, comment or email us. Because we want to know. I actually want to know if people like my husband think Skechers was spelled with a T. And I've always, I pretty much have always worn Skechers. That's like, even as an adult, I I can only wear Skechers because I've got wide feet. They're one of the only like shoe companies that make like the best variety of like wide width shoes. So, you know, I do not remember it having a T in there. And that's pretty well the only brand I've ever worn. Fruit Loops is remembered as fruit, like an actual piece of fruit, so F-R-U-I-T. However, it is spelled F-R-O-O-T, and I put actually on my notes, I put Foot, foot Loops. Yeah, I, I pointed stupid. that out. <laughs> he was like, no, that's not what it I don't remember them being spelled like the fruit. I remember them being spelled F-R-O-O-T, because it was like, oh, it's, it's goofy. You're spelling it with the oots instead of a Oots, because it's got, the, yeah, because they're rounds. So that makes more sense. I don't you know? think that has anything to do with it. I think that they were just trying to rhyme with loop, and they were like, well, fruit with two O's. Well, I'm not saying that that's not true, but, you know, I think it matches better that way. I don't know. <laughs> this next one, King Henry Eighth portrait. So if you don't know who King Henry Eighth was, he was the guy, a lot in the portraits, he's real big. He's like 380 pounds or something like that, real big guy. And uh, he was King England or whatever. Uh King Henry VIII portrait remembered as having a turkey leg, and I remember that. He had like a gigantic turkey leg in his hand, but apparently he just has papers now, like a document. Why would he be holding a document? Because he liked to party. He liked to eat, and he was known for eating. He literally threw feasts all the time. We're going to stuff all our papers here. Oh, my God. My little Alex Jr. over here. The Monopoly guys never had a monocle. 
Okay. And that's I, bullshit because that's I know we had bullshit. one. We definitely had one because um, I absolutely remember we would make fun of the Monopoly man and put the, like do fake monocles all the time. And I have proof because I used to do custom action figures and I made a Monopoly guy. We had a, we had a contest on a, on a page I was on uh, where we did like board games and so I did Monopoly, you know. And the custom that I made had a fucking monoc- or monocle in his eye. So they're a big ass. So they're liars. liars. You know who is it? The Parker Brothers. Parker Brothers are liars. And the Parker Brothers are that's not Hasbro. Hasbro probably owns them now. Probably now. I feel like it was Parker, like back in the day in like the nineties. Pikachu does not have black on his tail. It's not a lightning bolt design. It's just yellow. Okay, well, they're fucking liars because, hello, we grew up on Pokemon. <laughs> he definitely had, the tip was black. He had a lightning bolt-shaped tail, and the tip of it was black. And uh, the very, 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 I want to say the tips of his ears were black, weren't nope. they? Yeah, they, they, they were, but they're not anymore. Fucking liars. Who else remembers, okay, Pikachu was my shit. It had black a lightning bolt tail, with a fucking black tip, so screw them. Kit Kat does not have a hyphen in between Kit and Cat. You know, when you said that, I had to think about it, and I felt I like I thought the they design had... had a hyphen in it, like, but it maybe, the design. But maybe it's saying, like, maybe it's just how they had it on the package. But I felt like they had a hyphen for Kit Kat, but now you make me question whether or not it really did. Apparently it's just one word, Kit Kat. Fruit of the Loom logo has no cornucopia. And I remember this because my family was poor and we bought Fruit of the Loom if we were lucky. And so on the design, it was like a little cornucopia and it was almost like a circle. And inside the cornucopia was fruit kind of spilling out. I remember the cornucopia for sure. Apparently what is it not. now? It's just leaves and fruit. Okay, Like the okay. cornucopia has been erased, but it's the exactly the same. The same, just without the cornucopia? Mm-hmm. Okay, well, they're also fucking liars. So it's Cheez-It, not Cheez-It's. With the Z at the end, I T Z. Cheese it, not its. I always thought it had a Z. I've always said cheese its. Like plural, with a Z. Yeah, I thought it was with the Z too. I like cheese its, but they don't like me. They upset my stomach. It's double stuffed Oreos, not double stuffed, and with one F instead of two. So it only has S T U F instead of two Fs. I feel like I always remember. Them it being stuffed, not like S T U F F, not just one F. Well, yeah, and I thought it was F T. I thought it was S. I thought the new way they spelled it was S T U F T. Apparently not. So uh-huh. in Star Wars, C P three O has a silver leg, and he's not all gold. I don't remember him having a silver leg in the movie, but I remember one of the figures had a silver leg on him. So I don't know what to think about that. Because we used to have a toy store. I used to have a toy store, so I did a bunch of vintage toys and stuff. And we always had Star Wars. I had a huge, I had a huge Star Wars collection that I sold last year. And uh, CP3O had a silver leg or a bronze leg or something like that. I'm not sure because st- I do like Star Wars more than I like Star Trek, obviously. Um, but I always felt like he was all one color. Like, yeah. I, well, and maybe that's just, maybe he was a variant, babe. Do you maybe remember, he was a variant. Did I ever show you the... Trading card of CP3O where he has a giant dick. It's a tops trading card. Um, no, is it Apparently, purposefully a, a dick? It's the angle of the card and the angle of how he's standing. It's like his hip bone is positioned just correctly, and it looks like he has a massive dick like all the way up to his neck. <laughs> it's really funny. 
and I, I don't know if it goes for a lot of money anymore, but it used to just because because it it's hilarious. fucking weird. <laughs> weird <laughs> shit sells people. We can talk about that another. That can time. be another episode. Weird stuff does sell. So apparently, Flintstones has two T's and not just one. So it's not Flintstones; it's Flintstones. And I think that's. I think I remember that because it's Flint, like like a rock Flint. That's why it's called Flintstone. What do you think? I was having to read it. She was reading because it. I'm dyslexic as shit. I actually am dyslexic. So F L I N T S T O N E S. I thought it was Flintstones. Ten million strong and growing. Isn't that the vitamin commercial? I don't remember. I think that's the that's the vitamin commercial jingle. Oh, I don't know. You remember Flintstone vitamins? I don't. I still don't. We never had any. We had generic ones. My family was poor. <laughs> <laughs> Quit telling all your stories. Chartreuse is a green, not a pink, as some people remember. Okay, I don't know this one, and I think this is like um, people just need to fucking get over that. I think people people remembered it as like a pink, uh, like a pink purple color. Pink. I've red, never pink, even purple. heard of this word before. I've never heard of this color name before, and I like colors. Now you said chartreuse, and I'm like, I looked at you, and I'm like, is that like a fucking puce? Something from like the 60s, 70s? That was gr- like a gross it's purple charcuterie board. I did thought it first said charcuterie. <laughs> I love charcuterie. Board. It took me a very long time to say charcuterie. Not, I still not, can't say it right. Not, not um, shark cookie. <laughs> shark cookie. <laughs> like some people say. <laughs> Here's another one that's kind of a, 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 we had to look it up actually before the show. Forrest Gump says life was like a box of chocolates and not like is. Mom always say alive like a box of chocolates. But apparently she actually said it was, not is. Yeah, I, ha- I had to look it up because... I was actually questioning it because how many times have we thought we heard something and then that's kind of just what we rolled with forever and ever? I mean, everybody has quoted that, you know, live luck, bug, chocolates. Yeah, and I just think it's because we fucking misquoted. Everybody's just stupid. We're all just dumb. Snow White, uh, the old movie, the witch says magic mirror on the wall, not mirror, mirror. Now, I remember always being... Mirror, mirror on the wall, you know, blah, 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 blah. But it's apparently it's magic mirror, which doesn't even sound anything like mirror, mirror. It sounds completely different. Magic mirror on the wall. Mirror, mirror. It's completely different. Mirror, mirror on the wall. I can understand why she would have said magic mirror because it was a magic mirror. I don't know. Disney was fucking weird. Yeah, but like, you know, like mirror, mirror on the wall. Like, I, I don't know. I just remember being mirror, mirror on the wall. Like, I mean, I thought it was mirror, mirror on the wall, but. It could have been just stupid people that. that Said it wrong, and we just remembered it that way. And that's how we remembered it. <laughs> like, life was a box of chocolates. So in Star Wars, again, Darth Vader only says, I am your father, not Luke, I am your father. Luke, I am your, your father. father. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I am your father. So, yeah, like, it's always Luke. I have always said, Luke, I am your father, but apparently I'm fucking wrong. Apparently, I'm wrong and so too. Is and every, else. Every, and everyone else from the fucking '90s too is wrong. In Lord of the Rings, we actually—I was telling you about this the other, the last time we were watching Lord of the Rings. We're big Lord of the Ring fans. Gandalf says, "Fly, you fools! Not run, you fools!" When he is taken down by the big fl- uh, f- uh, fiery demon guy, when he gets killed, I always thought it was run. Goes, well, it sounds like he says, "Run, you fools!" But it's "Fly, you fools!" And if you read it in the captions, it does say "fly." But it does not say sound like fly. It sounds like he says run, you fools. I, it could just be the way he said it. You know how sometimes, um, like, when you're watching it on TV or whatever, you know how sometimes they don't, the words don't always, like, match up. Um, 
Because the closed captions. Is it the Balrog? The Balrog. When he gets captured by the Balrog and he pulls down the... In the I always thought it was run, you fools. However, fly, you fools. Um, clearly we were wrong. Here's another one that I clearly fucking remember, and so does Shaquille O'Neal. Sinba- Sinbad never played a genie in a movie called Shazam. So Shaq had a movie called Kazam, which, you know, everybody knows that movie from the 90s. I remember Sinbad being in a movie Absolutely. as a genie, and I remember there was like a desert part, of course, and he was wearing like purple pants and like the genie, like little... Uh, vest and the hat, and, it was and he plays like a Shazam. comical. He's definitely like a. It was comic. like a funny genie movie. Funny. Shaq genie. has even said in interviews that he would team up with Sinbad and play in an Avengers style Sinbad <laughs> Shaq Kazam Shazam movie because he remembers it. But Sinbad says he never has played a genie on anything, not a commercial, TV show, movie, nothing. Which is crazy because. Um, I oh I've never even seen Kazam, like even to this day, even though I know about it, I have not watched it. It was like a genie in the hood. Yeah, because that's definitely not the Sinbad movie. It was definitely not a, a genie in the hood. No, it was like he was a genie genie. Yeah, but it was more. It was definitely like very comical. Arabian because, Nights genie. I mean, because he's a comedian. Um, but yeah, if you guys. Remember that movie? Let us know. Let me know at Nightshade Echoes, Nightshade Echoes at gmail.com. Or on any of the streaming platforms that allow you to comment because um, I think it's it would be interesting to know what you guys say. And I'm sure there's a ton of people uh, who grew up in the 90s like we did who probably do remember that Sinbad Shazam movie because um, up until you told me that there wasn't, I absolutely was very sure that the Sinbad movie was a thing. And like I said, I did not. I was like, oh, Shaq had a fucking movie named Kazam? That's weird. <laughs> yeah, like I remember both of them. Smokey the Bear is not Smokey the Bear. He's actually just Smokey Bear. Okay, see, I I always felt like when they did the, um, the advertisements, it was like, Smokey the Bear says no to Smokey. Well, he is Smokey <laughs> the Bear, but that's not his name. His name is Smokey Bear, which yeah. doesn't really make any sense. It don't make no sense. And here's our last one, um, and this one, if you remember any of the old, like, Disney commercials or Disney uh, theme park cruise commercials, apparently the Disney World Castle is not the entrance of the park. And I remember it always being shown in the commercials as, like, the entrance. That's oh, where you, like, like stood in line magical. to go through it. You go through it, and, like, bam, you're there. You're into the world. But I mean, apparently not. It's just, like, by its own thing. We have never been. We have not taken our kids. We're probably not going to take our kids. <laughs> it's too expensive. Um, but yeah, when he you asked me the other day if it what where it was, and I was like, I don't know, I've never been. Like, um, like do you remember? Care. Do you remember at night Vault Disney? Like it would come on like at like eight or nine o'clock after like you know regular TV shows, and then it would no. like a little animation where you were like in this little trolley and you go through no. like weird Disney World. Yes. And it opens up the vault, and then it would show, like, Zorro and then the monsters. I do. That was old. And I think Everybody Loves Raymond was on at that time on Disney. Like, on, uh, really? later, like Nick, what was it, uh, what was it, the, the TV Land? Is that what it was, TV Land? I guess. Now that you mentioned it about, it was almost like, um, you said the trolley. And I remember it they did, like, more, Davy Crockett and all kinds of stuff. Was it more like a little, um... Like a carnival ride? Yeah, it was like a carnival ride, and then they had, like, the Headless Horseman. He was throwing a pumpkin. And then you went into weird science where 
you had, you know, all these like weird experiments and it was like a carnival and then it eventually ended at the vault door and you open it up and it like, it took you to the next show. I do remember that now that you've talked about it, but I have, I mean, they haven't done that in so long. That I, I think it was 2000, it. 2002, I think is when they stopped it. But, well, but that's, I mean, I remember, that was a long time ago. But I remember those old commercials and TV shows that they would tell you, like it would show you, you know, the castle was at the front and you, like, that's how you got into Disney World, but apparently not. Well, there are also a bunch of liars. So what have we found out today about the Mandela effect? I think we found out that everybody's liars. <laughs> and that we all Because died. we, I mean, because I clearly remember some of these things. It's not one of those, like, mm, kind of foggy. Like, I remember the Berenstein Bears being spelled E-I-N. No one can tell me otherwise. I don't care. Like, I, I will hold, I will fight anyone over that, honestly. And I don't think I've met anyone who have, who has said the that they were, around. yeah, that it was the other way around. Almost every person I've ever, you know, talked to about it, they all said that they were distinctly remembered it being E-I-N. So, like, you have, like, a whole population of people that swear up and down that it was the way it was. So, I mean, I do think it's interesting. Things like this can happen, and we don't really know why. Did they, you know, hit us with one of those men in black little flashing lights? <laughs> like, oh. Actually, this never existed. Click. They may have been men in blacking us. And what do they call know. that in the movie? What do they call that in the movie when they when they sit there and blink you? I don't remember. Just click. I know, but I feel like it. I felt like it had a name. I don't. Know. I haven't watched the movie in forever. But we've learned today that we all died in 2012. That everybody's liars, and also Cern is satanic. Oh yeah, Cern is satanic. Apparently, which I don't care. I mean. <laughs> As long as you're decent people, yeah, that's I mean, all I care. care about. Do good, don't hurt nobody, whatever, who cares? <laughs> so we'll be right back and wrap this up. Thanks for listening. And we're back. Uh, we want to let you know that we are on pretty much every streaming platform now. We're on uh, Apple Podcast. We're on uh, Spotify, on TuneIn, iHeartRadio, pretty much anything you can think of, we are on it. Uh, we I've been very busy this last week with distribution of our podcast. And uh, check us out on all that. You know, spread it. If you like a certain podcast p- platform and we're not on it, let us know, and I'll try to get on there. Some of them, has to be, it's based on listenership. And we're still building the podcast, so. Uh, yes, every like counts, um, sharing, even if don't necessarily like our podcast, but we are trying to. We love feedback. Of, let us know. If you think it's a bunch of fucking shit, let us know. I will not be offended. Yeah. I mean, I will be mad, but. <laughs> <laughs> well, because if it's not good, obviously, we don't want to keep putting out that sort of content. And we want to know how to change it, so, you know, what to do right. with it. Right. But, like, caring is sharing legit, though, because if we don't have the views or, or we don't have, like, the listeners, depending on, like, what platform you're on, then we can't basically level up to, like, better platforms or anything like that. Yeah, we can't spread our uh, our podcast around. We also have created a Patreon. Uh, everything will be linked in the show notes. So we have a Patreon. It starts at $3, and all this goes to uh, equipment as well as uh, ad campaigns and things like that to help us uh, grow our podcast. It starts at $3, and our $3 tier is called The Mothman's Lover. And then the $5 tier is called 
uh, oily Oliver's oil barrel. And so with that tier, the $5 tier, you get a shout out on our next podcast whenever that happens. We also have a $10 tier, and I know it's $10 for a podcast. Listen here. You get a custom trading card of a cryptid or a paranormal event. And these are all brought to you by LJA Cards, and you can find them at ljacards.com. They do great work, and we have partnered with them. We also have a Threadless store where I've uploaded some like old artwork where you can buy T-shirts, and it's all like paranormal monster-type stuff. There's even an ass with spider legs drooling acid. Is that the one where you won the contest? Yes. <laughs> what was the name of that? Beast Wars. I think oh. it's a drawing contest online, and I won for the week or whatever. And it's it was called the Lufferlang, and it's an Indian or Native American uh, folklore monster. And so apparently it's like a head of a horse and, and blue stripes and shit. And so I just drew an ass with legs, and it's, it almost kind of looks like a set of balls. It's a hairy, it does look like a, fucking hairy it's balls a hairy with ass, legs. It's a hairy ass with legs, spider legs, and he's drooling green you know, acid venom. So, yeah, you can get some weird shit for our weird listeners. And all those are through Threadless, and I think they're like 20 bucks for a shirt. And they're all printed really, really well. And you can see, you know, previews of those before you purchase and all that stuff. And it's pretty much on every type of garment that you could ever think of. Oh, yeah, they've got so many different, like, styles of shirts. You want a pair of socks with a hairy ass with spider legs? You can get it. You betcha you can have that. Yeah, it may not be 20 bucks. Probably be less than that. I think they're like (laughs) 10 or 15. I don't know. But, uh, but yeah, you can get some really cool merch now that is brought to you by us. So You're also, welcome. Check, you can check out our Facebook. We have like 130 likes, which is insane, within our first week. Is it 130 It's now? like 130 or 140 likes. Is it already? Damn. It is. And so you can go there. I will be posting, and you can interact with us and comment and send us messages and whatnot. Uh, I will post, you know, our next show and things like that, links to everything on there as well. I just want to say shout out to our um, foreign listeners because we've had several people listen from like Canada. We had somebody from Canada, somebody from Italy. Two from two or three. Yeah, from two Italy. or three from Italy. There was more people who listen in Italy than our own hometown, which is kind of sad. Friends. So all of our friends are a bunch of assholes. Apparently, no, <laughs> they liked us enough to like our podcast. Yeah, they like the page. We didn't listen. But, yeah, sharing is caring. We're on pretty well every streaming platform, like the major ones. So, um, you know, if you have a uh, Google Home or, like, an Alexa. Say, hey, Alexa, play the Nightshades Echo podcast. And it'll take you to us. We actually had someone who did that. It let us know. And let me know on the analytics of uh, Red Circle is who I'm using for distribution, so. That was actually pretty cool. If you listen, I know. I know where you're living at. We know where And you what are. platform you used, and if you used a phone or not. That's actually really stalker and creepy of us. Like that. Don't judge us. Anyways, we're at an hour, so I think that's going to be the end of the show. Thank you for listening. Any feedback, let us know at nightshadesecho at gmail.com. All of our info and our links will be in the show notes, and you can check us out from there. Thank you for listening, guys. Thanks. See you next week. Antichrist.
You got me in a vendetta kind of mood. I think Bigfoot is blurry. That's the problem. It's not the photographer's fault. Bigfoot is blurry. And that's extra scary to me. Because there's a large, out-of-focus monster roaming the countryside. When they land and the hatch opens, perhaps we will be looking at ourselves in the mirror. people at first, you know, off like that, but of course when they, when they appeared there in, in front of me, um, it was the most shock I've ever had in my life. To me, it looked like a leprechaun to me, I got to do look up in the tree, who else in the leprechaun say yeah? yeah.